You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC three times this week. Nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, and an attempt to blast one entire group into outer space. It's the hottest soccer league now funded by Royal Ford Royalty, and it's back! MLS is back, baby! MLS is back tournament! Woo! <laughs> the MLS is back, and they will not for- let you forget that MLS is back, because MLS is back. It's good branding to put your own name into the title of your rebirth. That's cool. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like if we uh, named this podcast new episode of Full Ninety Soccer Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's back tournament. We're your hosts for mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. Hi. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field. He is Brandon from the internet. Brandon. Hey. How are your sockets, buddy? Uh oh oh. Okay, so I had a follow-up uh, appointment this morning, and oh, cool. um, she uh, took out the rest of my stitches, the dentist that I see, mm-hmm. and um, they are, uh, she said they're looking great. Um, there's no mashed potatoes in them like I thought that there would be, sure, and, sure. Um, and she said, uh, I've, got, I've got nice little holes in my mouth, so how are your sockets, bud? Oh, it's gone terribly Oh, <laughs> since no. the last time we talked. Yeah, yeah. Um, no more I developed, stitch, stitchy wishbones? Uh, no more stitchy wishbones. That's nice. But I developed about 10 um, stress ulcers. Oh, So like I canker sores. That. Yeah. And so huge one on the tongue, uh, lining both sides of my lower jaw on, bo- on both sides of the jaw. So inside and outside. And then now on the little dangly thing that hangs down in the back of your mouth. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dingleberry, as my wife called it. <laughs> She's like, oh, you got a sore on your dingleberry. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Not a dingleberry. I feel like I definitely have some sort of sexually transmitted disease now. So, yeah, it's gone pretty poorly. And um, you were saying the other day that you brushed your teeth like 85 times yeah. to because of your stinky sockets welcome back to socket talk um i told that to my wife i was like oh man i feel like brandon might just be high on hydrocodone because the hydro's got him brushing his teeth and like i i mean i don't know like i guess he said his sockets stink and i was like you haven't said anything about mine she goes oh no they stink yeah yeah hey <laughs> it was um, like, this is this is real talk as a person who gets canker sores all the freaking time yeah. um what what kind of toothpaste do you use uh whatever costco has five for Ten dollars. Yeah. So check this out. Last time I went to the dentist, I told them uh, because I told her like every time I get stitches, every time I get like anything like that, guaranteed going to get hella canker sores all over my mouth. And um, she said, oh, what kind of toothpaste do you use? And I told her it was like the 
grocery store, you know, big name brand, whatever you get, nine out of 10 dentists recommend. This was the 10th dentist because she said that you uh, should not use anything that has sodium lauryl sulfate in it or SLS. And a lot of dentists, uh, a lot of toothpaste will tell you if it's like on the front, no SLS. And since Mm. I've changed to that, no canker sores ever. Like I get them occasionally and then they go away like that. So all listeners and you, Greg, um, no SLS and that should solve your problems. I will not have you sit here and tell me not to have the shuttle launch system be part of my life, okay? <laughs> I have a child of the 80s, I love the space shuttle, and you can go f*** yourself, dentists. <laughs> you be the 10 out of 10. One out of 10 dentists hates astronauts. Yeah, and I I, I want to fight your dentist, even though... I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Fight your dentist. Yeah. Uh, but, Male or female dentist? Uh, I, it's, it, she's a female dentist. I still feel uncomfortable saying I'm going to fight a woman, so I take it back. I'm not fighting anyone. You can fight her on the internet. Yes! <laughs> the future is now. Go leave a anyway. review. This dentist is great, but hates astronauts. Are you an astronaut? <laughs> Don't get your teeth cleaned here. <laughs> also, can we chill? <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. Definitely five stars. Primarily, leave us a comment. You've been doing a great job with this. I'd like to know who your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player is. That's named after a bird. Yeah, yeah. from Goose Stav Svensson to um, we tried really hard but couldn't think of another bird joke about a Sounders We gave player. it at least 40 seconds worth of effort. Like We really tried to come up yeah, with another one. The closest one. So, we got was uh, Christian Crodan, and, and that's nothing. That's absolutely yeah. nothing. So if you could actually leave a comment with a good Sounders player bird pun... We're all ears. The nice part is, is that you hit me up to be like, yo, we got two more reviews and I am very excited. This is because we like never get reviews. So, uh, but lately we've been getting reviews. So that's, so it's a big deal. So we got two new reviews, uh, apparently bird content, less sumo content, more bird content, hopefully more sumo bird content. (laughs) I'm all in. I've got a great interview with the Seattle Autobahn that I could drop in here if we need to. Perfect. Uh, oh, did you find out the names? We'll talk about it. Uh, but first, we'll talk about these two reviews that we got. Um, thank you for going and giving us definitely five stars, both of you. Uh, the first one is from Kirisiki. Kirisiki? Nailed it. Yeah, no idea. But Sea dog. This person's favorite bird is the quick three beers bird, which I when I first read the title, I didn't want to read the context because... Just the title's great. Quick three beers, bird. Favorite Seattle bird is the olive-sided flycatcher because its call has a notorious resemblance to the statement, quick three beers. Quick three beers. Did quick, I, did I do quick, it right, do you think? Quick three beers. Quick three beers. Quick three beers. I, I don't know. Um, but I also love that it's like an assumed that, oh, the statement that we all know, quick three beers. <laughs> the, the birds are communicating with us, dude. They're, they're part of the craft beer movement. I need three beers, stat. Also, the the birds will not be visiting the breweries today because all the breweries around Seattle are closed for uh, protesting for oh. the silent march. So yeah, and then cool. and then also, um, hey, shout outs to Abom uh, because this is his uh, second review of us, and uh, repeat reviewers are our new friends. Um, Abom eight 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 Aaron, I think uh, on Twitter said uh, new review. My favorite Seattle bird is the Celesphorus rufus, aka the rufus hummingbird. So I, hold on, I'm googling because I got to see what the. I, I feel like I know what a hummingbird looks like, but yeah. like, is this one special? Oh, it is so pretty. Oh, I'm looking this. Bad oh my boy. god, I'm looking this bad boy up. You are a beautiful bird. Oh, that's a Seattle <laughs> look bird. At your, look at his look little at your tongue. beard. Look at his little tongue. 
I don't see the tongue one, but I see a beard on it. it looks like it has like a scaly feather beard made of yeah. like oh, luminous it's like colors bird. of the sunset. Lizard bird. Oh, I see his little tongue. Hey. Yeah. He's a lizard right, bird. I'm in. Lizard bird. Wizard bird. We need a we need a like a a, a rapper bird from the south called the slizzard bird. The olive sided flycatcher is a fun little bird. It looks like a tiny little dude. Thing. Look, if I took, I'm gonna send you a screenshot real quick. Yeah, and great. I, I'm going to t- I'm going to ask you um I'm gonna ask you if I photoshopped this onto the head of a lizard, would you know any different? <laughs> I can't wait. Just sent. <laughs> yes, because of the giant long beak, but sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, now you have to do that, right? I'm going to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, anyway, A-Bomb and C-Money, thanks so much for the awesome reviews. Seriously, that's like, that's really cool. And the rest of you, go review us, but more importantly, go look up this Rufus Hummingbird. I mean, obviously, we'll, pr- we'll promise to share it online and then not do that, so yeah, have fun. Sure. Uh, this week, the Freaky Group Stuff Sounders FC take on three dudes at the same time. What? <laughs> Sorry, it's more like 11 dudes at the same time. The three dudes at the same time MLS is back tournament in a battle for the MLS is back tournament cup, I guess. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what are you going to call that trophy? The MLS is back, MLS is back, MLS is back trophy. It feels like you get it's a type of trophy that you get that has a hole in the bottom of it, so when you try to fill it with champagne, it just pees all over your shirt. It reminds me of when um, the Sounders, you know how every year they'll do like a, uh, well, back when Xbox was the was the kit sponsor, they would do like the Halo 5 jersey, or they, the yeah. year before was like the Forza jersey. Yeah. Um, but then when they launched the Xbox One X, uh, that was the that was the year that's what they did they just did it for the whole console and the jersey i hated because it was uh underneath the xbox logo said xbox one x and so i just wanted to go xbox xbox one x box xbox one x (laughs) xbox keep it going all the way around (laughs) just like a ring (laughs) that'd be dope (laughs) spiraling all around the jersey uh xbox one x x there's a broken simulation new who robot is shutting down I wish they would have gotten Sony to do be a kit sponsor afterwards to go PlayStation on it and just like totally flip the narrative. I, no, I Nintendo, I mean, at least Nintendo's local, right? Yeah. So I interviewed the um, the Seattle Audubon executive director Claire Catania, I think is her name. She was lovely. Couple things. One, I feel like as an executive director of Seattle Audubon, I was very rude to assume that it would be somebody in their late seventies that I would be talking to <laughs> about birds. It like who has oh. an NPR show. Only because when I was like seven, my grandfather, who was in his 70s, got me an Autobahn book set. And not for like kids, like full on like encyclopedias with only knowledge about birds. And I thought that was pretty much the worst gift I had gotten. Yeah. And so to receive that, I was like, this sucks. So then whenever I think about the Autobahn, that's just all I can think about is just old people in there. Now we have new things to think about, like people being racist to Autobahn members and the executive director of Seattle Autobahn being a person in our own age demographic. Exciting stuff. Yeah, now, but, now I have to think about a person in that role being in my age demographic. So when I, of course, started to ask her about bird calls, she's like, oh, yeah, I get this all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, of course you do, because I'm that soul that's doing that but i was like i can't play the audio with the setup i have for you to be able to hear it so i just have to like i'm not just gonna try to reproduce it but i was like all i know is that it ends the wizard bird 
ends with a little at the end. And she goes, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then played me a clip over her phone into the microphone that was not it. Oh. And I was like, uh, no, nope. <laughs> Close, though, I think. So now I have to send it to her and get a confirmation. No. I am kind of down to not know, though. I mean, it's also pretty exciting. Yeah. What about, did you ask her about the uh, Austin Powers bird? No, I was already too embarrassed. No. Oh. <laughs> so, Oh, because so after she both. called you out for being like it's it's kind of like uh, uh, being being a dentist or or my wife a hairstylist, where when you meet this person, when anybody new meets my wife who is a hairstylist, they're like, "Oh, what's what's cutting hair like? Can you cut my hair for free?" Which is what I did, yeah. and then I got married to her. So um, <laughs> stop trying to marry my wife, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, there was a big draw, and you covered. You touched on it briefly yesterday. The big MLS Cup is back tournament draw, karate fight. Oh, that'd be awesome if there was more karate involved in this, or sumo. Imagine if each team had a representative sumo wrestler. Oh, opportunity missed. Uh, uh, well, obviously Miami has a leg up because they have Ramon Torres. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, the draw consisted of the two different conferences will have uh, will play only within their own conference, which we discussed last time was a huge mistake. Oh, quick question before we get into the draw: How did you feel hosting your own episode of the Full Ninety Soccer Time podcast? Oh, you just terrible! Did that quick one, terrible, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt terrible. My brother texted me and uh, was very encouraging, and that was very nice of him for listening and for letting yeah. me know that he listened and telling me that it sounded pretty good. He said it was the right amount. He said it was the right quantity of jokes and information. So I felt good about uh, it. Steve, was it Steven? It was Steven, yeah. Uh, Steven, that uh, Venmo 10 bucks I promised you is coming, okay? <laughs> no, it's uh, I am, I am uh, unlike you, I'm not a professional broadcaster, so I'm not used to doing this stuff by myself all the time. Um, and so it's, hard, right? it's, it's very easy to go through it and uh, be super self-critical. We've talked about this plenty. I think uh, even as a professional broadcaster, you uh, deal with that as well. Um, but, you know, five minutes in and out, felt good about it. Now I feel good about it. During, felt terrible. Yeah, yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, well, good. I'm glad that you did it. I was listening to it, and I was like, I listened to the first minute, because then I got mad and jealous, as one does, and I was like, well, he doesn't need me anymore. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was going to ask you how uh, whatever dimension the wizard bird transported to, uh, uh, how, that, how, how that experience was. Oh, man, I came back with this crazy colors of the sunset scaled beard. It's nuts. I'm now a hummingbird. <laughs> the, the other dimension was just the Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it really was just me and my Subaru driving to Seattle. <laughs> I just went and stood there like, all right, don't worry. They checked my ID and shot me because I didn't comply with their terms and regulations. Good. I was like, listen, I'm just here to cover Chaz FC, okay? I want, I'm here for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone Premier League, and I just need to cover. You have the fields and everything. When does tournament play begin? Is the Chaz PL back? I don't know. I need some obvious messaging so I understand. Also, who do you got playing left midfield because I want in? <laughs> the spirit of Chaz, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the guy. So we've got this draw for this tournament. MLS is back. Tournament. Cup. Karate fight. And they broke it down into the two conferences like we discussed. East and West, obviously. That's a thing. They, It makes me... I'm always mad at MLS because they never get the 
categorization right on stuff. They always put like East on the wrong side of the page and they want to start with East and West. Okay, great. So it always looks weird that the West Coast teams are on the right and they always do that type of stuff. But the thing that gets me real fired up is that the reigning champions, Seattle Sounders FC, are in Group B. (laughs) Now, I get that the hosts are in Group A and I, I can see that, but like you put the champs in the number one spot because they're the like what did Orlando finish last year 11th yeah like they were awful they didn't even make the playoffs yeah they, so like good on you for hosting but like it's just the immediate um I don't know the entitlement that comes from this from me bitching about this is next level but well but the only reason anybody's hosting and it's not like we're hosting in Orlando because it's just the pinnacle of soccer theater in the United States the reason they're hosting in Orlando is because the governor is the only one reckless enough to just like say, "F*** it, put everybody in here. I don't care." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it, like it's like they should have. There are many other states with zero population. I know the problem is is that you need to be able to have accommodations for everybody. But I guarantee you, there's a place in Montana that could do this. You know that there's yeah. a soccer stadium that doesn't need. 10 or 40,000 seats because no one's allowed to come. Shoot, put it in and Spokane that, or something. I don't know. Yeah, ex- I mean, exactly. And then, like, it doesn't matter where it is. Just do it with the safest possible place where there's no one there. Now, well, again, you need a reckless governor like that to be able to do it. But Montana was my best bet. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I think um, what's what's crazy, to your point, is, first of all, the Sounders, the reigning champions, are not put in the, uh, first, the first spot. Like, totally agree with that. Um, secondly, uh, there's already, like... Every, I mean, we were making this joke. Everybody's already making this joke about how um, these types of draws always, no matter what happens, are always going to seem rigged because it's like the Sounders every single year in the fourth round of the U.S. Open Cup are going to draw Portland, right? It happens every year on this random draw, but, yeah. you know, U.S. soccer and MLS can't get enough of, you know, the Seattle-Portland rivalry because they know it generates clicks. It generates views. It's, it's, it's a huge rivalry in the U.S., so it's going to do it. So everybody's like, okay. Portland's going to get drawn in Seattle's group, group, whatever. Well, before the draw even starts, they announce that Miami is going to be in Orlando's group. Like, (laughs) this is before the draw ever ever happens, and everybody's like, um, what? I didn't see that. Yeah. That's crazy, really? Yeah, it was like an hour before the draw happens, a press release gets sent out that the inaugural match of the MLS's back tournament is going to be Orlando versus Inter-Miami. So it's literally fixed. Yeah, well, at least that part of it was, and then they go through. And I talked, I touched on this a little bit on the podcast yesterday. But there's a lot of like very um, the only like the biggest surprise, and I'm, I'm I'm assuming that this is some sort of like red herring that the MLS is throwing to keep everybody thinking it is fixed. Is that Portland is not in Seattle's group like everybody thought it was going to be? But in Group F, you have Group F is F to F, as I say. Um, you have both LA teams, so like you yeah. still you could still point to that now. In Group F, you have both <laughs> LA teams. In Group E, you have both um, Ohio teams. In Group C, you have New uh, you have Montreal and Toronto. You have New England and DC. In Group D, you've got Real Salt Lake and Sporting Kansas City. Like it's it's a lot of like they went for the B level uh, rivalries as opposed to the um, the the kind of the big ones, which like DC, New York, Red Bulls, uh, Seattle, obviously, and um, and and Portland, um, Dallas, and Houston. Like they they just avoided all of those. Um, but like yeah, feel- like that's a good point. Secondary rivalries, yeah. yeah. Um, which none of those people are going to tell us that their rivalry is secondary. But come on, 
inner Miami bad Orlando bad <laughs> like that's nothing so looking at all these draws, which group do you think is going to be the most exciting to watch? It's hard to say because there's one group that has, you know, six teams, so that's like a totally different thing. But which group are you looking forward to watching the most that's not necessarily Seattle? I think um, Seattle's group will be interesting, but not necessarily mm-hmm. that exciting. Um, the Sounders should be able to get out of that pretty easily uh, with both Vancouver and San Jose in that group. Neither of those teams should threaten. Um, I don't know much about FC Dallas this year, um, but Seattle, like I said yesterday on the podcast, has a tradition of being bad in the summer. So we'll see how that goes. Um, honestly, Group E and Group C look really interesting. Group E has Atlanta, New York Red Bulls, and Columbus. Columbus has been on a bit of an upswing uh, over the last couple years. Uh, Cincinnati's in that group. They're not great, but um, Atlanta and New York, you know, both competing for the Supporter Shield last year, uh, and and Atlanta obviously in New York also also always competing in the um, MLS Cup playoffs. So um, that's at least one very interesting game out of that group. Um, I would see both of those teams going through though. I really like the look of Group D, honestly, which is Real Salt Lake, Sporting Kansas City, Colorado, and Minnesota, because. Real Salt Lake, Sporting Kansas City, and Minnesota, any of those teams could be pretty good. Yeah. Colorado, obviously, is going to be hot garbage. Hot garbage. Despite the fact that Group A has six teams in it, the teams are like Nashville, which has just gotten everything wrong since launching, um, Chicago, they're this which. They're this year's Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Philadelphia has actually been pretty good, but Miami and Orlando, like, this is just not an interesting group at all, despite the fact that they're playing up the Orlando and, and Miami Florida Man Cup. <laughs> I, I really wish they could get the guy from, from the, the actual Florida Man guy to like stand out in the wind again with an American flag. and <laughs> um, which, Holding an alligator on a leash. <laughs> so I guess to, to follow that, that's amazing. Uh, uh, to follow that up, I guess you'd say Group A with Orlando, Miami, NYCFC, Philadelphia, Chicago, and Nashville is the worst yeah. group? Yeah, I think so. Group C is interesting, too, because um, you've got Toronto, obviously, uh, defending Eastern Conference It's champions. Toronto, New England, Montreal, and D.C. United. Yeah, and Toronto-Montreal is always a, a, a crazy fun game. Um, uh, New England and D.C., again, don't know much about either of those teams this year, um, but D.C. has been pretty good over the last few years, um, so that'll be an interesting group as well. But I just don't think it holds uh, anything to, to Group E. Um, Seattle's group, obviously, we'll, we'll keep an eye on. But yeah, you're right. I think Group D um, uh, and, well, I, and to be honest, Group F, just, just because of the LAFC, uh, LA Galaxy game, um, that's always fun to watch. Yeah, LA, the two LAs, Houston, man, they're so hit or miss. And then Fartland, someone said, no, it's an even year, so Fartland will be terrible, <laughs> which, I, which I like the sound of. Is it true that Fartland was the last picked team? Yeah, yeah. Of all of the teams picked, um, uh, you know, the, the way that they did it was like a Zoom call and um, all of the, you know, it was the technical director of every team. And then LAFC just had like a fan <laughs> sitting in their room, like, and like every time, every time, you know, the t- Joke on it. I yield my time. F- you. <laughs> uh, but it was funny. Like every time a technical director would um, like make a pick, you know, they just choose the the ping pong ball that they chose from, and then they would open it, read it out, and the technical director would have no reaction. Right when the when the the guy from the supporters group um, for LAFC uh, 
would would choose. Um, the first one was L.A. Galaxy, and he's going. He's like, nice, nice. It's Destiny. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> but still, better Destiny, than like the mean, business guy that's like, I'm gonna give you nothing. <laughs> now I wish I would have watched it. Did they post it somewhere? Can I see this? Do you think? Oh, I'm sure you could watch the live stream back on YouTube, probably. Okay, so we're like what? Just a few weeks away from this thing kicking off, then, huh? Yeah, it's, it? so it kicks off July 8th. Um, all of the teams can go down to Orlando as early as, um, I think, a week or two uh, beforehand. Um, a week They have to report at least one week before, and I think that they're doing that for, for um, COVID precautions, make sure that nobody's showing symptoms, um, because basically what they're doing is they're creating a large self-isolated environment um, where uh, they'll test all of the players as they come in, and then you are not allowed to have contact, uh, I believe, with any, but anybody outside of any of the organiza- uh, organizations that are there. So that includes, you know, like yes, you can talk to coaches, referees, other players, um, things like that. But I don't think you're really allowed off of the grounds of the ESPN Disney like mega complex or whatever it is that they're calling it. So no Applebee's or anything like that. Yeah, actually, Applebee's is the one place that you can't catch coronavirus. That's proven. There's an Applebee's right down the street from me. I, if I would have known that, I would be uh, spending more time with that. Okay, so ow, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, so help me understand that. Did you find out how we're actually going to watch this this thing? Is it like is it streamable? I so this is um, this has been like impossible. I've spent a lot of time uh, trying to look this up. Um, on the MLS official website, I've tried to look it up on the Sounders official website. Basically, they're saying you would watch these matches as if you would watch any other MLS regular season match, which is, uh, you know, if it's a national stream game, it's either going to be on ESPN or FS1. Um, unless Pro Bowling is on, then it'll be on ESPN <laughs> News. Um, or <laughs> Professional Cornhole might be on, so it'll be on ESPN 3 or the 8. Um and uh, so I'm looking at that, and and the Sounders, uh, mo- you know, most of their uh, games are showed on a on a on a local channel, and um, and then if not, they're shown on the national broadcast, right? Because the Sounders big team, they get picked up on national broadcast quite a bit. That said, the Sounders have not announced any sort of streaming deal. So if you're if it's a national broadcast and you're blacked out in your local market, um, and or you're you're in the local market and you don't have access to uh, to you know cable. Um, you know, usually in the past, the Sounders have had uh, deals with like YouTube TV or um, MLS Live or something like that. Um, but now the Sounders still, even with all of the time that's passed since the beginning of the season originally was supposed to kick off and now uh, have not announced any sort of streaming deal. So what it, what that means is that fans on the other side of the state uh, who are soccer fans, fans who um, do not just pick up our local channel uh are not able to really watch the Sounders, uh, even good, if good, they good. want to, unless they're finding like an illegal stream. So well, um, I was looking, and I don't know. Like uh, I, I personally am a, in a, a cable cutter. I don't pay for um, local. Ch- I mean, I don't pay for local channels. I don't pay for uh, ESPN. We know or what any cable cutter means. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if everybody knows what cable cutter means, Krager. <laughs> they might think that I'm going out there cutting cables. <laughs> you guys have cable? Ha! Take that! Ha! <laughs> I've got some cable cutters. I, I brought extra cable. scissors. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so the no so with no streaming deals you know i'm looking at all the options um you know i pay for like the six bucks that it is for espn plus uh but if it's on fs1 what do i do if it's on um some other weird streaming service that i don't have what do i do uh and so i'm looking at possibly picking up youtube tv uh you get the local channels in in that you also get espn you also get um um uh what do you call it fs1 but it's like 40 bucks a month man I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's expensive, but it's not like 120 bucks a month, like like cable through my internet provider is. Uh, the only thing, though, is it, it. Yes, you get local channels. Yes, you get the national channels. But if I live in Spokane, um, I don't. But I'm, I think about the Sounders fans that are over there, uh, or in Yakima, who don't pick up our local channel that carries the game. Um, even if you pay 50 bucks or 40 bucks for YouTube TV, I don't know that you're gonna pick up the game. Uh, because it's not carrying on your local channel. Man, I feel like they're still ironing these things out and that they're going to get it sorted in time so that way people can watch. But also, I don't know, I see a lot of people complaining on the internet about trying to watch these games as it is, let alone in this crazy tournament format. So uh, I'll have you know that you'll be invited over here to be able to watch from a non-cable cut house. So you might be cut, but over here, we're uncut. Hot rubbish. Hot 